All right, welcome to another episode of Mundelein Minute. We are talking about last, last night's, night's meeting. village board meeting. I'm going to have my phone out because we don't have our paperwork. We don't have our paperwork. We're at the park. We were here for the ribbon cutting for the stormwater Don't talk too much about it. Detention. We have another episode. We have another episode. Yeah, but stay, I'm just setting some context here. Stay tuned. Stay, stay, actually, go watch that one. It'll be out first. Okay. Yeah. Or you could watch both of them in one sitting or listen to them in one sitting. Yeah. Shout well, out to Russ working out. Get it. And uh, so let's see. It's Tuesday, September 28th. We're talking about last night's meeting. Okay. And you've got the agenda. All right. So here I'll we go. Just, uh, let me, along uh, for the ride? I'm just along for the you, ride the today. And I was just going to get into that. I don't have a disclaimer like normal because we're not in my basement. But all, <laughs> but of, this, this all of this stuff, the camera, the microphones, it's still mine. I just moved it out here. Uh, my apologies for the wind. It is so nice out it's though. It's so beautiful, but the wind may pick up on the microphones. I don't know what that's going to sound like. And uh, we'll... I don't know. Whatever. It'll be fine. Yeah. We'll make it work. You guys can hear just fine. <laughs> You'll be yeah, fine. Yeah, you can. I said so. I said so. And um, my name is Eric Schwenk. I'm a trustee here at Mundelein. Same. Except my you're, name's not Eric Schwenk. You're not Eric Schwenk. I'm Kara. I'm also a trustee here at Mundelein. And uh, so we're going to talk about last night's board meeting. Let's see, we did okay. some uh, call to order attendance. Sol wasn't present. She's out of town. Um, and let's see. Pledge of Allegiance. The Pledge of Allegiance. We, we approved the minutes. Approved minutes from the last board meeting. And now where are we? Now we're into the uh, public commentary. Good job. We had a few. Four people spoke during was public commentary. Who I think it was four. Uh oh, now I'm lost on who the fourth is. We don't have our notes in front of us, so you have to bear with us. Um, we had Esmeralda from Taco Burrito Express talking about their expansion plans, and they applied for a big grant. We'll talk more about that yes. later. Tobin talked about photography. Oh, yeah, his new business. Yep. Yeah, new which business will be studio. in the uh, in the ABC, the Archer Business Center. Yep. So Tobin is a photographer, and he's opening a studio and a gallery. It's going to be so pretty awesome. The plans are beautiful. Yeah, that, those pictures were. I mean, awesome. Hello is a photographer, but still, yes. Yeah, it looks it's, amazing. It's beautiful. Um, Gail had, Becky. Gail Becky talk about the um, residential rezoning on Diamond Lake. Yep. And all those property owners got together and petitioned planning and zoning. Yep. And then the fourth one was a couple from They live on Casting Lane. Casting Lane in Woodhaven. I cannot remember their name, and I'm so sorry it's not right in front of me. Um, and they were just talking about Sundance and the noise. And, you know, one of the things that, that they mentioned was how noise doesn't isn't necessarily linear that you can right. hear it in different places at different um yeah and i really like volumes i wanted to be like yeah you're right because <laughs> i'm a mom what do moms do on saturday nights we go to target and oh walk around gosh, alone it's true and Wait, alone yeah oh. with no kids and no husband are you kidding me it's like therapy but better i'm learning so I noticed in the Target parking lot that you can hear Sundance really well, but when you're stopped at the stoplight on, on 683 and 176, you can't hear it at all. And that's just because of how they have the speakers positioned. But um, the village administrator did point out last night that they have acoustic paneling on order, but you know, as with everything, it's a long lead time and it may not be here this year, but it'll be here for the start of next concert season. So that should help. That's what they do at Broken Ore in Barrington. And that's really close to residential. So, uh, so, so think of a tent with these big panels on the side that will absorb the sound. Um, yeah. So hopefully that's the solution. We'll see. TBD. And then if it's not, we'll figure it out. Something will where we appease the neighbors and the business. That's the goal. All right. Uh, there was no presentations or awards. There was no public hearings. We went to the mayor report, mayor's report, and there was four 
three sorry three um promotions within the police department so we um our former deputy chief just uh retired so we had to replace him jason seeley got um that position do you want to talk more about this no it was okay. just um it was it was swearing in and you know yeah. they, they come up in front of the board um the police chief um chief monahan read their bios and yeah. kind of gave us a little bit of history who they and are, background yeah. of who they are and they come up and they raise their right hand and they take their oath with the clerk and then they get their badges pinned on by their wife or kids by their kids. Or oh significant my God, other that was so cute. So there was three cute. promotions. So DC um, Jason Seeley and then Commander uh, Rick Wolfinger. Wolfinger, I probably butchered that. Sorry. And sorry, and then Sergeant Mike Bush. So uh, promotions. Right. Good stuff, right? You yeah. have this. I you know this all started with Eric Gunther getting promoted a year and like, ago and like the chain yep. moving. The chain so moving up. And upward mobility is always good though. It keeps people inspired and motivated to do their jobs. So and it keeps it keeps people within our police department so we're not having to pay for new costs of, of hiring yeah. outside individuals too. Right. All right. And then there was a mayor mayoral proclamation. So uh, this came from my wife actually, and um, I asked the mayor about this, and and he was more than willing to. Um, proclaim October 2021 as Dyslexia Awareness Month, and he read the proclamation last night. Thank you, Mayor Lentz. I've learned so much from your wife about dyslexia. It's So it's something that's crazy. personal to us, and my wife became a tutor for the Children's Dyslexia Center of Greater Chicago, and um, it's just something that's, that's really dear to her, and she has been so involved in this the last two years. And she knows all, all the she things. She knows all of the things Seriously. about the English language right yeah. now, and it kind of blows my mind. Yeah. And now she's into the advanced program. It's... Oh, boy. Yeah. My education is getting deep. <laughs> so is hers. All right. So then we went to Community Economic Development Committee, which is Trustee Russell. Um, the first motion was a variance for um, a detached garage. Yep. So two meetings ago, we talked about this on, we gave staff permission to draft the ordinance. And what I, I just want to point out that, that the neighbors of this house came and spoke and they are in favor of it. And so like you're, you know, you get by. And so this was like not a big deal. Yep. Um, new garages going up. And then there was two big um, grants. Business incentive grants. Yep. Thank you. Cause not everyone speaks the vernacular. Um, one was for Taco Burrito Express. I'll let you go on that one. <laughs> so Taco and Burrito Express. I, I actually I spoke about spoke about during the motion last night, and I, I had to apologize. I was kind of waiting for you to do that, actually. Like. <laughs> so I apologize to Esmeralda for not coming in so much lately. Just haven't been there for for lunch or dinner lately. But um, I also mentioned that it's where my wife and I went on our first date, and and a little bit of context back then. Um, there were some food allergy issues and she was very limited on what she could eat and corn tortillas and Always steak win. tacos. And I mean, you, there was just really not much wrong there for, for allergies. So it just kind of worked. And you know, who doesn't like a good taco? I so, mean, exactly. Yeah, taco shops are amazing. So, uh, yeah, so I did share that, but as far as the actual motion that was before us, it is for Patio. the villages portion for 18,000 and some change to help pay for a new patio area. And it's going to be amazing. Did she say 10 extra tables? 10 extra tables. And just looking at the plat, I didn't measure it by any means. But it looks like the patio is like the same size as the restaurant, if not larger. I think that's so cool. I think it'll definitely... Oh, hey, there's a truck. There's a truck. Hey, Sorry. we're filming a podcast. We're filming a podcast. Keep it down. Keep right? it... Who do I file a noise complaint with? <laughs> right. It's annoying. Um, so she also pointed out that by increasing tables, they're going to increase staff. So like that's yeah, good. Yeah, so it's All more good jobs. Around. Right. Yeah. 
All right. Anyways, the next one was a business and wait, what did you want to talk business, about? No. Okay. I'm not, moving on. I'm not in the law. Not in the law. Okay. Um, the next one was for a similar grant for Tamales Diana, which was just basically, which is on uh, Midlothian across the street from the high school. Re, they want a new sign out front because they sign, have yep. a, they, they redid the entire outside yeah. there. So um, similar. More good food. More good food. Really good tamales, actually. Um, so this was smaller. This was $2,000, and this is just the village's portion. So they the business is required to um, spend 50% as well. And they have to get so many, uh, two or three different quotes. Quotes, yeah, and which are all included in the packet. So if you're inclined to read that kind of stuff, it's in the packet. And then the third motion was uh, rezoning the residential properties on Diamond Lake. Yep. Do you, how much background do you want to go into this? I mean, it, it's been... Uh, Miss Becky said last night, ten plus years of yeah. of doing this. And yeah, they and this was this was the old comprehensive plan yep. was zoned differently versus the new comprehensive plan. Front mixed use, right? And now it's just being changed back to, to what it was prior. Yeah, more um, trucks. More trucks. Unbelievable. The audacity. Um, the fifth one. <laughs> sorry, I can't. The fifth one was uh, Spring Bank, which. We're looking at it. Right we're now. looking at it right here, if you guys and we. Were here, you'd see it too. All we did on this was, it's a lot fancier in the packet of you know lots of documents, but we extended some dates for some demolition work to 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 yes. occur, um, on the old public works site. Yep. Um, and then that was it. And then uh, public works committee, there were wow, they were bumping last night. Four motions, and there was a presentation during the one of them. So, construction contract award. So this was the Allenson Water Tower valve project. Budgeted expense, refixing the water tower. I don't. Replacing the, the valve. Yeah, replacing the valve. I don't. A know. very expensive valve. Oh, seriously. Good but lord. It's a very large valve. <laughs> I hope it is. Better be massive. Right. Biggest valve ever. <laughs> uh, number two was landscape maintenance program. So this was. So this went out for RFPs, and yep. um, so this was you know we awarded it to the most responsive and yep. um, qualified and it's for the next few years yep um and then this is where it got spicy last night kind of interesting something new innovative mm -hmm. um municipal vehicle lease program so we heard from um enterprise and i who even knew they did this i had no idea so that I, they did fleet management yeah i mean i guess it makes sense right so they do municipal fleet management so what happens is we you explain this because <laughs> i'm going to be long-winded and then it's so, just gonna so the really what it comes down to is we have vehicles we have a lot of vehicles that the village owns and the municipality tries to get onto a schedule of replacing those vehicles so that we don't end up spending more money on maintenance costs than we would on just buying a new vehicle because it can happen especially towards the end of, of a, the lifespan of a vehicle right so we have some the, the worst we're starting this program we entered into this agreement to do a test and we're going to test it with our water department vehicles. And right now we have four vans and they are from 2012 and 2013. And we're going to sell those to Enterprise who will auction them off. And right. then we, we get a cut of money there. And then we will lease four vehicles from Enterprise and pay $494 a month in lease fees. And what, what I asked last night is, well, how much is it if we just buy the vans outright? And it's about $36,000. So what the plan is, and, and the way that Enterprise works with us, is we will pay that $494 for five years. And then at the end of five years, they take the vehicle back and cut us a check to 
for what they sell that vehicle for or right. a portion the, of or it. the difference or whatever but what the key highlights here that stood out to me is that we have an insane buying power because we participate in a the state run the bidding. state run bidding yep. and we don't pay sales tax right so it's not like you or i this was such a good analogy when he said it. it's not like you or i going to buy a car and immediately we're upside down on the car right in fact the other the opposite is true when we when the village buys a car they are right side up. We have equity. There's equity in the car. And this is capitalizing on the equity that's in these vehicles. So other municipalities do this. Crystal Lake, Algonquin, it's been a, I read a, so I'm a nerd. Nerd. I went home and Googled it about Algonquin in Algonquin. And it's been like a huge success out there. So we're tiptoeing it in, but I think this will continue. What I think would be really fascinating is if we could do it on police cars. Well, and that's what uh, they said last night was that's where they're really looking at it for, for savings in the future is, is by replacing the police vehicles, which I think we are on a five or six We're five, year, we do five, five years. Year. But that can change. Like, so when the pandemic hit, we had to delay it. We had to delay it. And so where if we were, be, you know, on a lease, it's cheaper. Right. And we would be able to do that. So hopefully this creates more stability in the in the rotation of our fleet. And I asked last night about hybrid and electric, and hopefully we'll be able to get there um, and save on fuel. Yeah and the environment, which yeah. would be amazing. So that's what that is. So we are tiptoeing into that program. We'll see what happens, right? I think it's going to be good. It's been good in other communities, so why wouldn't it be good here? Anyways, but yeah. And then the fourth award, the fourth motion was um, we're, the fire station's getting a new roof. The fire station is getting a new roof, and, and we had to push back a few items um, that that were budgeted for this year. We had to push to next year. We were going to do the Because this was budgeted for next year, but... Next year, but... Um, dire conditions. It needs to be replaced. Yeah now and it and i think when we met with the fire department when we got elected they had said two years ago two years ago they they needed it so they're really pushing it and i think it's like over 20 years old yeah the roof is over 20 so like time to do it all right so that was that next was you finance committee what you got going on all we did was pay bills last night what was it 790 smaller than normal yeah so good good work trust you read that number what is it $797,000, $797,000, nope, $797,370.62. There you go. <laughs> yep, good job, Kara. I, 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 I do have my master's degree, which <laughs> you know, did read big numbers for a long time. Um, okay, so next was public safety, which is me, and I kind of created a little, I don't know. So I talked to our attorney after the meeting about this too, but apparently when you're amending an ordinance, the, just the amendment of the or, of the section has to be included in the packet and not the entire ordinance. It's inferred that the entire ordinance stays the same other than the section you're amending. Wasn't clear to me. Okay, my bad. So I wanted to make sure that we amended what we were voting on to include the fact that we don't balance bill. What does that mean? We don't bill any residents for fire or ambulance outside of what insurance costs. So we bill your insurance $2,600. Insurance only covers $1. We're not going to balance bill you the $2,500. So that's and, what it that's And I think it's worth pointing out that this was brought to, to yeah. you. It was a, a resident's concern that yeah. that was brought to you and you I like, took the time to clarify and make sure that we were doing this the right way. Yeah. So the resident brought it to me like literally a half an hour before the board meeting. She messaged me on Facebook and was like, can you meet me before? And I said, sure. Let me just throw some food at my kids and I'm running out the door. Um, <laughs> Sorry, honey. So I uh, met with her really quick. I was totally a disheveled mess sitting in the parking lot on my laptop trying to read what she was talking about. She had two other points that she needed clarification mm-hmm. on. One of them was um, there's there was a clause where it said that the police and or fire will not refuse service based on if you have a bill or not. And she didn't read the first part that it said we will not do this. So she yeah. was concerned about that. So just clarify that. And then the other part was that um, she was concerned there's a clause that says if 
fire gets called to a residential care facility okay. for its falls, basically. They call the fire department to help them with residents when yes. the residents fall. And that's, like, not okay because that should be on the residential care facility staffing, not on our fire department, not on the taxpayers. And so if that is the case, the fire department charges this residential care facility $300. Okay. Um, and so she read it, read, read it as resident. And so I just had to clarify that it's a residential care facility. There's a term for this where they do lift calls. Yeah, right? I remember lift we, talked, we about talked about it. This. With, um, and it's a burden to the yeah. fire department. And, I mean, I hate to say that out loud, but the residential care facility should be staffed to, to accommodate the residents. End of rant. So explain those two things. Got clarification on the amended mo motion from last night. Um, Public Works is strolling up over here, so i was sorry I distracted. But um, And... We changed our billing structure of the of our EMT of ambulance last night. Why can I not speak? Lord have mercy. GEMT. So yeah. the GEMT is this new program that we're going to be participating in, and it allows us to bill Medicaid. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Medicaid. I always get those two mixed up. Always have my whole career. Um, a certain amount, and us to collect revenues back from it. So we will be getting like fifty percent back, and it's a net positive to the village of over six hundred thousand dollars. Yes, yes, if not more. So that's being conservative. Um, so it's a good program. We had to do a little bit of shushing with our fees and, like, you know, how we worded and the ordinance was to participate in this program. Um, but I just, you know, we did clarify last night. Again, you know, past practices have indicated for the past 30 years, if not longer, that we've never balance billed our residents. And it is in the motion that was adopted last night that we will not balance bill our residents. So all of this very long-winded to say we're participating in this new GEMT program. It's going to be a net positive financially for the village, and that's that. All right. Got it? Got it. Okay. Then I asked the chiefs if they had anything. I think Chief Monahan was talked out because he had promoted all of his yeah, all, of, all of the all of the police last night. No. And he had nothing to report. Um, Chief Lark did report about our blood drive. Hey, oh, this needs to be like written everywhere in town that we had the largest blood drive of the year in town. That, that Vitalin has in like seen two years. in the last two years. That's insane. So 76. Not, not just out of the Mundelein ones, but out of the entire Chicagoland area. That's insane. We, 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 uh, we crushed it, it man. Yeah. Thanks, guys. So 76 units of blood were call, uh, collected. There is going to be another one again. Um, there is still a critical blood shortage. So please go donate blood if you can. That's all I got. Okay. Whew. So that was like a big ordeal for me, right? Okay. Stop. There was no, we're going fast. There was no building committee report, yep. um, transportation and infrastructure, the one motion. And this is just for, um, there's two neighborhoods that we are grinding down and re resurfacing. Re resurfacing. So not just like patching. So we just, what do we do? So what? We passed a motion to agree to the plan for these two neighborhoods, preliminary engineering services. Um, this is the start of it, right? So there is a master plan that is accessible um, that shows which neighborhoods get done and when. Yep. And this is following that. Got it? Got it. Other reports? Nothing. Nothing. Schedule of business. So the omnibus boat, which, again, these are not, like, controversial. Um, one was regarding IRMA, so our insurance. Yep. And the other was um, releasing of executive session minutes. Yep. So all the things we do in our uh, our. our how was it introduced to me? Our double secret squirrel session. Yeah, right. And um, better you know, recorded. So all the, all the cool stuff that we do in executive session. Um, Eric's using that term loosely. Yeah, very cool. loosely. I roll. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it's cool. so we have to um, discuss twice a year 
under state law that we have to release minutes and and, and recordings we are. and all that kind of stuff. So we did, did that last night. And that is it, friends. As it's getting louder. Man, this is a loud area. Yeah. Just kidding. All right, so that's all we got. Uh, happenings this weekend. It's Oktoberfest at the Farmer's Market on Friday. It sure is. Um, I can't remember what else. I'm just going to give a shout out to Frank from Area Coffee. He just stopped by right before we filmed this podcast. So, Frank, Hi, Frank. always good to see you. I have a really cute video of him and his grandson that I sent to his daughter. Aww. Swinging on swing. You should insert it right here. Frank, I don't know. I, I can't swing. do that to Frank. <laughs> uh, I think that's it, though. Just the farmer's market. I can't remember. I don't think there's anything else going on. Mm-mm. I might be Not missing that, something. I don't I'm remember sure anything I else going on. But pumpkin picking. Secret, super secret pumpkin picking spot in Mundelein. Do you yeah. know of it? No. What? It's called Aberdeen's Aberdeen's. I got it wrong. Don't quote me on the name. But if you're leaving town uh, on Hall, nope, oh on 176, sh- leave me alone with my sense of directions. If you're heading west out of town on the left side of the street, look at that, I know that, um, near Steeplechase, there is a pumpkin farm there. Oh, Just okay. straight pumpkins. Go pick them up. Avoid all the chaos of, like, you know, the data years and those kind of places. Just get some pumpkins. So. Got it. Super cute. Awesome. Weather is beautiful, so enjoy the weather. Yes, this is absolutely amazing. All right. Thanks, Public Works, for disrupting my serene life right now. Gosh, oh my God. the audacity. <laughs> Have a good week, you guys. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye.